Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. into this show, I would like to send out a happy birthday and an all hail to all of my brothers of Family Alpha Symphonia, Music Fraternity of America. We are celebrating our 113th birthday today. So to all my brothers out there, all hail, happy birthday, let's keep on filling the world with music and promoting music in America. And I'm feeling good today, man. I got to talk to a lot of my frat brothers that I hadn't talked to in a long time. And we're getting ready to kick off our alumni association down there in uh, in our central Alabama. Now I'm feeling good. <sighs> anyway, my name is Nick Eden. I am your host for this evening. I've got my man Alan with me. No, you don't. Wow, I don't like Alan. You're looking right across the mirror. I guess all of us look alike. That's cool. Y'all do all you all you Negroes look the same. <laughs> it's all of them, but I do got my man Kevin sitting over here with this. Uh, is is that uh is that some, Bojangles you eating? No man, it's some cube steak and rice. How they look like Bojangles? I saw a yellow plate. I thought you had got the little. No. You know they give you the plate when you eat on the inside. That you know. Yeah. Nah, this is cube steak and rice, baby. Straight country. I'm just saying, a huge steak and rice. Bless your heart. Anyway, uh, like I said, man, I I definitely want to give a big shout out to all my frat brothers out there, man. Everybody, you know, it's I I love my frat, man. I love my frat. I love music and I love my frat. Brothers. So our birthday today, I just want to say again, happy birthday to everybody. Um, man, crazy week. Had to do a little change of lineup for everybody that's tuning in. You may know already that we were doing the Sister Soul series tonight. Where over the next few weeks we highlight independent females in music who are making their own way. This is a very heavily dominated male industry. However, there are a few sisters doing their own thing. Due to circumstances beyond our control, we're not able to do that show tonight, but we're not going to leave you hanging because that's just not how we get down. What we're going to do tonight is what Talk of the Town is best known for, and that's random acts of entertainment. And Lord knows we got plenty of them coming up. What you been up to this weekend? Man, nothing much, man. Trying to still nurse up on this cold, man. Uh, matter of fact, man, you know, um, they missed a great show this past Sunday, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We always have these good shows on Sunday. We want to make sure you guys go back and listen to it. The birds and the bees, baby. If you got some the y'all birds and there, bees, some yeah. of y'all need to have that talk right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's called the talk, the birds and the bees. Uh, man, we're just basically talking about how even as adults, man, we weren't properly educated um, about sex. And, and if you're not properly educated about sex, how are you going to teach your child that? You know what I'm saying? Clearly, 
clearly it's from adults. Uh, let, I just got to say this. Um, if you go to my Facebook page, I'm getting ready to post it on the Middleman page. Uh, one of my one of my good friends, JoJo McToy from uh, Hot 107, Hot 105.7 in Montgomery, uh, said it was absolutely yesterday, minding his own business, rolls up on a car, and there is a man and a woman in the car, sleep, naked. Really? Dude still got the condom on. Now, <laughs> getting it in, wasn't it? Only in Montgomery, Alabama. Only in Montgomery, Alabama can you find some random ratchetness like that. Because somebody should have had a talk with the both of them. Because, uh. <laughs> hey, if I say it, somebody going to get mad at me, Nick. Uh oh, go ahead. You know what I'm going to say? I go ahead. You know, we don't care. Money town. Like hey. Broadcast your own show. Hey, hey, what they say? Only in Monkey Town. Only in Monkey Town. They know what Monkey Town is. I'll get it. You know, that is very monkey. Yeah. So, the, to the two people that were were caught on camera um, in some in some after lunch sleeping activities, I would suggest you go back and you listen to the show, the talk, birds and bees. Because this is just ridiculous. The, the, the BS has got to stop. This rashness has got to stop. Oh yeah. And speaking of well, actually no, not speaking of rashness. We joke a lot on the Middle Man Talk Show, but there's a new artist that just dropped an album and debuted number one on the Billboard charts. I'm talking about J. Cole. J. Cole sold 218,000 copies of his debut CD, Cole World. It is the second highest debut since Nicki Minaj debuted her, um, her album, Pink Friday, last year. Wow. J. Cole, we all know he's an incredible up-and-coming artist. I feel like he's going to have a long career. And uh, this just shows, you know, I, I think we have talked before, you know, saying what's the hold-up with J. Cole's album and everything. But you know what? I really feel like the people over at Rock Nation at Columbia, they took their time. They made sure they developed him. They got him a great couple of records out there, some good quality records. The dude does good music, man. Like, he, 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 he does good music. He does oh. good hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I'm confused when with him and that other little boy. Oh Lord, what's the other little boy the uh, that signed to uh, Kanye West? I'm confused with them too. You I don't know who is Yeah, I think I keep thinking he Big Sean, and then I get him kind of confused with Kendrick Lamar. It ain't no decisiveness in it no more. I can't. Well, I know you used to hear West Coast artists. You know they was from the West. He's from the East. Northeast from the Northeast. Well, he's from North Carolina, so, you know. It's, really? Yeah. J. Cole's from North Carolina. Hey, how much I've been paying attention. Uh, I'm telling you now, the boy is cold. He, he's stellar. The boy is stellar. I want to hear Kyler Green from North Carolina. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. That's how you feel. No, the boy is dope, though. Kyler Green. Kyler Green is dope. Hmm. Well, I got I to gotta check him out because the name alone just kind of threw me off. Yeah, nah, seriously, his name is Kyle Green. If you remember Dirty States in America, he was on Dirty States I do States remember Dirty America. States of America. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Green was on Dirty States of America. Well, there it is. Uh, also in sales news, um, Adele is right behind J. Cole with uh, 87, I'm sorry, 119,000 copies. She's at about 4 million copies right now on her new CD, 21. Um, we do wish her a speedy recovery. Uh, she just had, um, she's going to have a, a minor outpatient procedure on her vocal cords. So, wish her a speedy recovery on that. I know that can be a little crazy. Um, who else we got? Lil Wayne, of course, with his new album, The Carter Four, comes in at number seven with about 67,000 sold. And um, he actually rounds out the top ten. Jay Z and Kanye West missed the top ten by one spot. And literally by by about two thousand records, they missed uh, they missed the top ten for the Billboard charts this week. So I'm I'm happy because it's it's good to see a new artist and a new artist that doesn't really conform to what industry standards quote unquote are supposed to be. Just comes out with some good quality music and the people respond to it. So that that's good to see. Next week we got albums coming up. Johnny Gill is dropping his new album, first solo album in 16 years. 
called Still Winning. Hold up. Of course, Did you that's, just say Still lit. Winning? Yep. Uh, Let me tell you, though. I know what you're about to say, Kev. Let me tell you. I got a chance to listen to the album um, the day before yesterday. And I, I, I can actually, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, we know Johnny Gill can sing, but you know, a lot of times there's singers that come from the 80s and the 90s, there's a lot of iffies about if they're going to be, you know, sounding out of date when they come back out or anything like that. But no, it actually, he, got the good, he has a good mix of today and yesterday. So, look forward to seeing how that comes out. And also, um, R&B group uh, Hamilton Park will be dropping their, uh, their EP next Tuesday as well. Have uh, they dropped an the album the yet? Single. Huh? Have they dropped an album yet? Huh? No, they haven't dropped an album yet. They're dropping it. They're dropping an EP. Slow. Uh, so it's led by their single, Thing Called Us, which we have played here on the Talk of the Town. Um, and also their song, Computer Love, that uh, that we've also played here. And they did a remake of Guy's classic, Piece of My Love. Really? Kevin got real quiet on that one. All right, yeah, man, look. I, I want to hear that because you don't play with that record. That's one of them baby-making records. <laughs> I, well, I, from what I've heard, I've only heard a snippet of it. I've only heard a snippet of it. I do, I like it. The, um, they remade, they also remade Jodeci's My Heart Belongs to You. And uh, they did a great job on that, so, you know. Let's see how they let's see how they do on this one. I, I feel like towards the end of the year the music is getting a little bit better. So I'm feeling a little better about the sales. Now what I'm not feeling better about is these award shows. And after we go into this first song. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play this first song. It's our first and only song today. Uh, I got a chance to hear this song for the first time last week, and man, you want to talk about impressed by a new artist, uh, this guy by the name of Kevin Cossum. I know I might be a little late on him, but he's really dope. He has a record that's out right now. It's buzzing on the internet, and we're about to play it now. This is Kevin Cossum with I Know You've Been Hurt. This is The Middleman Presents, Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton.
he basically said that he, he, he wanted to, you know, get everything cool. And he said, Puffer was like, you need to check your man. You know, he was disrespecting me. He was letting him know that he wasn't like that. But, you know, Kenny said at the end everything was cool. They they took pictures together and, you know, showed love and walked off. But in my opinion, the way Puffer was wilding out, I don't think it went like that. I think Puffy cussed him slap out. I don't think it went like that. And to be honest, a lot of us that um, that have been in Atlanta for a long time, we know Puffy has a, a bad reputation, a bad reputation of coming down here and starting a lot of crap. Yep. And, you know, it's nothing against the brother, nothing against him at all. But, I mean, more often than not, when he's gotten into some type of scuffle with someone, it's been... At an Atlanta event It's like he gets away from the east coast And it's just like man let me just wild out As much as I can Yeah, And my thing is this There are plenty of Shows I mean I'm sorry there, Yeah plenty of shows and plenty of parties Where if So Rock is the sponsor Then that's all they drink in there I've been to plenty of events like that Plenty of events where Red Bull is sponsored And the only thing you can mix your drinks with Is Red Bull it's just one of those things. If you bought the bar, then that's what you do. But if that's the case, you're here as a part owner of Ciroc, but just like you said, Kenny Barnes is a brand ambassador for Grey Goose. You know, you get your check from Ciroc, he's getting a check from Grey Goose. You can't get mad at that man for doing it, especially in his city. Mm-hmm. Especially in his city. And, and, and honestly, the, the one thing I'm afraid of, and what I love about Atlanta is through all this, for the most part, Atlanta's music industry still maintains some humility. But Atlanta's going to mess around and we're going to lose the award shows that we have. Yeah. Right now, we got the Hip Hop Awards and we got the Soul Train Awards. But we're going to mess around because, like I said, but we have to put it on ourselves to tell these people when they come down, hey, you come down to our city, chill out. Because he can go crazy in New York and they still don't have all the events in New York. He can go crazy in L.A. They still going to have all the events in L.A. But they liable to take our stuff from us. You, you know, know so, what, 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 what's going on in Atlanta also, man? But, you, you know, I don't know if they go as far as taking it away. They may limit certain things that they do here and move it on to another city because everybody named Mama is migrating to the south, which and they're also migrating here. And that's a uh-huh. lot of New Yorkers. So, you know, this is like their second home and becoming their home. So I doubt if they take it away, but it, it is it is a problem where, you know, the arrogance when a person get here they want to act foolish. Yeah, that's true. I, I think a lot of times people have a notion, and I'm not saying Puffy has his notion because he does a lot of business with people from the south, so he knows different. But a lot of people do have that that notion of you know they're coming from a northern you know large city and they come down. Oh, these country boys don't know anything. We just come down here and run it. Doesn't really work like that. Yep. It doesn't really work like that. I know it's people that they tried it in Memphis, didn't work out too well for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. Right. No, it didn't. And, and speaking of which, that actually brings up our next topic. Um, Luke, Luther Luke Campbell, has, he had some things to say about similar to what we're talking about now. Um, he said he has a problem with, you know, acts like Lil Wayne and Birdman and DJ Khaled and Diddy and all these guys coming down to Miami and, you know, soaking up all the culture and, and using up all this, but they're not giving back to the city. And basically yeah. he was saying, yeah. you know, they don't show love to the city. They they don't do anything for the city in terms of the city's education, in terms of the city, in, in terms of donating to charities down there, helping things that are down there, trying to help the community. They don't give back to the community at all. But they're coming down there, they're living down there, they're partying, they're doing this, they're doing that, and they're they're, they're enjoying all the great stuff about Miami. But they're not helping there. They're not helping the community. And so he he told, he he said earlier that he gives them till January first to give back to the community of Miami, or they're gonna start getting put out. <laughs> Isn't that like how uh, Snoop told everybody if you come to the West and shoot a video, you got to holler at me? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, what, but what happened, though? <laughs> everybody still came out there and shot videos. Oh, uh, no, no. They tried that for a second, but if you if you know the last five, six years, actually uh, almost the last ten years, you go out there and you got to holler at Snoop. Yeah, that is true. 
But I, I mean, I, I will say that I do agree with with Luke to a point. Now, one, I don't think that you can just issue a challenge to somebody and say, "Oh, you got to this time or do this, do that." But I do understand what he's saying. You know, you got to come down here and you're getting all the the, the the fruits of the labor that the city's putting up with, but you're not giving back to the city. Uh, one example he gave is just you know how Lil Wayne was at the AAA arena almost for every game, you know, so he could get those good photo ops for the blogs. But then he's seen partying up with Dallas after the NBA Finals in Miami, and you know it just it it just kind of took exception to a lot of things that they're doing, and that's not the first time we've heard things like that about you know. And you know, man, man, Nick Wayne is a confused brother. One minute he's repping Orleans, the next minute he's repping whatever is good for him at the moment. He always done it, and he will do it. The minute they shut him down about talking about the levees down there and what happened in, in New Orleans, that's when he started flip-flopping on everything because it was Saints this, Saints that. And then all of a sudden, when the Saints had uh, almost went, uh, remember he went from the Saints to Green Bay? I mean, he's mm-hmm. he a confused little dude. Well, well that's true. That, that's true. And uh, somebody spoke on that. I, I don't want to necessarily talk about it because it's going to send us into a whole other tangent about someone that you don't particularly like. Ooh, 50 Cent. Yeah. I'm mean, going to get Curtis, man. He, he spoke about it. Um, at a, they were talking about it at a college, and they were just basically talking about uh, being authentic in hip-hop. And he was just saying, you know, it doesn't take much to, to realize certain things about certain rappers. You know, if right. you've got a guy that's been, that pretty much grew up on TV, like Lil Wayne did, you know, he's been pretty much on and out there. As early as as eleven, you know, going up to fourteen when Cash Money really started getting out. Right. So it's like you know you have to kind of challenge the how authentic his lyrics are because he's talking about a lifestyle that he's not living. And just like you said, he claims a lot of this, he claims a lot of that. This kid grew up on TV. Yeah. Not not saying that he doesn't deliver it well. Hey, even with him growing up on TV, man, he is from New Orleans, and we can't take anything away. From people that's from New Orleans, dude, because it is jacked up over there. That's true. That is very true. That's very true. But I, I, I highly doubt, and, and, and this is knowing people and growing up around people from New Orleans and spending the, the probably more time over there than I should have. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a big difference from a penthouse in Uptown and the Ninth Ward. Well, real big difference. Where, where did he... it, it, and the reason I say that, the reason I say that is because I can remember the one thing that I kept hearing from that entire camp after Hurricane Katrina. Oh man, all my cars got uh, were underwater. All my this, all my that, you know. And I know people over there whose grandparents were underwater. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not trying to take anything. I'm not trying to take his upbringing away. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But you do have to question if you listen to Lil Wayne's lyrics. You know, you would think that he, if you listen solely to his lyrics, you would think that he grew up, you know, a gangster and didn't get out the hood till about 2021. <laughs> nah, he's been sheltered. He's been sheltered. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's just one of those things. But I, I say all that to take it back to the fact that, and one thing you can give Lil Wayne credit for is he does give back to the city of New Orleans. Now, he does do that. I will I, I will always give credit where it's due. He, the whole Cash Money crew, they all give back to the city of New Orleans. But they are living in Miami, so it wouldn't hurt to give back to the community. The same money you make rain that King of Diamonds, that's not giving back to the community. <laughs> Making it rain at the strip club is not giving back to the community. Hey, but when when no. you think about it, man, you got an OG like I mean, I consider Luke as an OG. If you have an OG like Luke and everything that he's done for the music industry, period, and for the city of Miami and the state of Florida and the South as a whole, you know, you got to pay homage to this dude. But at the same time, like oh, yeah. you say, man, if you're from here, you know, you're not from here, man. At least you know, chip in, help out. Get you a couple of uh, right. Pee Wee football teams. Rebuild a couple of football fields. Do something. Exactly. Plus, with Luke getting old, man, you know, he get a little grumpy. But I, I think it's rightfully so. Uh, yeah. I think it's rightfully so. Now, Arthur, because we're not going we're not gonna stay on that. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll move on to some some new ratchetness. Um, oh, got it. Oh my goodness. Is he still alive? 
Yeah, he's still alive, and uh, he wants to be the new head of Death Jam. Really? Now, for those of our listeners out there who do not know, Irv Gotti is the head of Murder, Inc. Records. Um, also well, Inc. Former, Records now. Inc. Records. Or, or the Inc. Records, whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> he was the executive producer of Ja Rule, Ashanti. Um, who else came out of that camp? Lloyd's first album yeah, came Lloyd. out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, basically, basically, you know, Black Child. Man, ain't nobody saying about that. <laughs> Everybody think about that. <laughs> they had their time on a compilation. How about that? Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, he's basically stepping up and he's saying now that he wants to be the head of Def Jam. He feels like he put his time in with Def Jam as an A and R. He delivered some big hits for them. I, I will say that he was the one who brought uh, Jay Z over from Priority to Def Jam. He also was the one responsible for bringing. Uh, DMX over to Def Jam. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at the numbers, you can't deny the success that he had with Ja Rule and Ashanti. You, you can't deny it. Uh, he's saying that right now Def Jam is lacking leadership. Uh, since the departure of Jay-Z and L.A. Reid, uh, we know L.A. Reid moved over to Sony. Actually, both Jay-Z and L.A. Reid moved over to Sony. But uh, since the departure of L.A. Reid, there hasn't been any real leadership there, and he feels like he's the one that can take the reins and make Def Jam what it's supposed to be or what it once was. Now, if you don't know the story, um, shortly after Ja Rule's career was crucified by the media with a lot of help from 50 Cent, um, Murder, Inc. was kicked out of the Def Jam building when they went under federal investigation. They haven't been let back into the, to the Def Jam building since about 2003. So for him to say now that he wants to take over the head of Def Jam, like, honestly, I, I hate to say this because you never want to diminish anybody's accomplishments, but what was the last thing that everybody did? Nothing. Honestly, like, what was the last thing he did that warrants him taking? Like, let's be honest. Death Jam is a large company. It's a very large company with a lot of multi-million dollar investment. Who can honestly sit up there and say that they would trust Irv Gotti with the careers of Rihanna, Neo, Kanye West? Really? I'm, 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 I'm being a little too hard on Irv Gotti. You let me know. Yeah, you are. You are. You definitely are. I, I, wouldn't, I mean, he, he has the chops to do it, though. He really do. Well, this is this is why I disagree. Kev, we, and we've seen this over the years. We see how much the music industry changes on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. We see how much it changes on a daily basis. Now, it will be difficult for me, if I have this company, Death Jam, and I need someone to head it up, it will be difficult for me to hand it over to someone that has not been able to adapt with the business. Realize, Irv Gotti as a label has not put out a, a, a one record in six years. Yeah. So how can I say, let me turn over this company? Think about how much the music industry has changed in six years. A lot. Let me turn over this large, legendary, multi-million dollar company to someone who hasn't put out a record in six years. Especially seeing the way the music industry has changed in six years. Can I really say you've adapted to that climate? Have you even <clears throat> have you even attempted to adapt to that climate? You know what, I, I mean honestly I would say that, you know, you have a great point. But knowing, you know, how Irv been entrenched in the business for so many years over the last past twelve what, 12, uh, about 12 plus years, uh, dude, he's definitely capable of doing it. And just because we don't see him in the public doesn't mean that he's probably making some other moves behind the scenes. Just other than his reality show? Well, I mean, other than his reality show, yeah, I mean, I really believe that he's making moves behind the scenes. Really? I, w- I could go with you on that. 
honestly, if it were 1998. Because then behind-the-scenes moves were really behind-the-scenes. Nowadays, with the way technology has been and just the way this business has been, and, you know, behind-the-scenes isn't really behind-the-scenes anymore. He don't even have, I don't even think John Rule is... No, John Rule isn't signing him anymore. Mm, yes, he is. Yes, he is. John Rule is signed to New York uh, Correctional Facility. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they got one album that they're about to put out on him um, shortly here, you know, because he recorded a lot of material before he went in and a couple of videos. Mm-hmm. So they're going to put some more material it was- out. It's not going to be on the level of what he used to do. But the album was supposed to come out uh, before he went into jail because a friend of mine actually did a website for him. Did his website for him, and they told him they didn't have the money to pay him the last eight hundred dollars for the website. I hate to put you on blast, but yeah, that is so wrong. No, you were saying that. Hey, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying too. That is wrong. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So anyway, I'm not. I'm, I'm like I said. I think that Irv Gotti is a talented guy. I think that um, given the right opportunity, yeah, he could probably build a label from the ground up. But to take over a label that is that heavily entrenched right now, mm-hmm. I think that would be too big of a risk. I wouldn't be willing to take that risk. I wouldn't. Sorry. I just, I just I couldn't do it. But, hey, we'll, we'll move on. On to some good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the third annual Soul Train Awards, Centric uh, presents the Soul Train Awards, will air November 27th. That's on a Sunday. Um, it's going to uh, actually be taped in Atlanta next month at the Fox Theater, uh, November 17th. Now, they're going to they're going to honor the elements. Earth, Wind, and Fire. They're gonna do honors for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and for Gladys Knight. So that's pretty good. Not, yeah, that's pretty good. But I'm scared, man. I'm scared because of the tributes. If I see Trey Songs up there, <laughs> sounding like the Doppler radar, trying to sing Reason. I'm going to slap somebody. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Nah. I'm just saying. (laughs) Do they have anybody that has the range to do do an Earth, Wind, and Fire song now? Um, music. He going to be cracking hard as hell, but he can do it. Because I was think? listening to that new album and I hear so much correction through auto tune. <laughs> it's, it's sad when you hear it in the music, man. I think, honestly, and and you can speak on this better than I can because your experience as an engineer, there's a little bit of laziness on the part of both the artists and the engineers now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Really, man, it's laziness all the way across the board, man, because a lot of people do not, do not want to take the time to work on their craft. They don't want to take the time to make sure that they come out the best that they can. You know, well, honestly, a lot of things, man, it's, it's crazy. You know, singers can't sing anymore as as well as they used to. You have some. Neo soul singers that I really enjoy, but there's not a lot because, like I said, man, you know I know we big up the music soul child seat. I love the video for Yes, I love the song Yes, but man, there's so much correction in that in that record, and every record that's on that album, man, is crazy. Like, well, I thought well, it was digital, something wrong with my copy or something. And I know exactly what you mean. When I was listening to it, I was like, man, it's it's yeah, it is a. Uh... There's a lot of correction going on. Oh, yeah. But, you know, my problem is R&B has been split up into so many different subgenres. Yeah. 
you got neo soul, you got soul, you got you know the the, the alternative soul, and you got the hip hop R and B, you got this thug R and B crap that's going. On. It's just you got a lot. Then you got this Euro pop kind of thing going on. Like, whatever happened to just being a a, a, a singer? Like, like because it's just it, it, what made me think of that was just a second ago you were like, there are a lot of there's some neo soul artists that you like. I'm like, you know, it used to all kind of be just yeah, so. Yeah, if you divide it up, man, it's called divide and conquer number wise because like, um, I don't I think it was the Jermaine Dupree piece you played a long time ago where they're saying that, you know, like R and B is not even recognized in certain formats and certain charts anymore. You know, when right. you break it up in that many sub genres, you know, it's it's definitely taking its toll on on the whole genre as a whole because soul is soul, period. R and B is R and B, period. You know what I'm saying? But we have so many other things and elements that make it is what it is, and it is tearing it down, man. I would love, I mean, I, I watch a couple of old movies like The Blues Brother just to hear Aretha Franklin blow when she was younger. You know what I'm saying? Man, I watch yeah. a whole lot of old movies just to hear the songs and the records. Listen to a, a lot of old records, man. Like you said, you know, I love Donnie. You can't hear nothing like that no more. Well, I mean, you still got Anthony Hamilton. Yeah, but he he lazy too. He ain't been doing that. <laughs> Why do you say he lazy, man? Lazy. Anthony should have out an album every six months. I don't care. Every six months? Yeah, he can put I out mean, a mixtape. He's about he, to release his seventh album. Come on, now. I know, man. Well, that's why I call him lazy, man. If you know you're killing the game, why not kill the game? Murder it. Take it by a throat mm. and just choke it out, man. Cause, well, who else can you compare to him right now? Nobody. Matthew. Charlie Wilson, yes. Charlie. Charlie. But Charlie is like too old to be really taking the throne. Yeah, but Charlie's still on the chart, so. Yeah, I know Charlie's on the chart. I respect him a whole lot. Hopefully, I get to see him on the thirtieth of December. But you know, it's it's like he's had his time, and he's definitely a great artist, great uh, icon in my opinion. But. For our generation's music, there's no one near Anthony right now. Or maybe there's someone we haven't heard yet. There's a lot of new cats out there. Um, like I said, they just got to get that push. Yeah. A lot of cats are realizing that, you know, they don't need a, a label in a traditional sense anymore. So they, they're often to go independent. They're often to stay independent. Well, I wish they would do a better job promoting music. They need to get a site well, where you can at- go pick everybody. Matter of fact, maybe you need to do it. Do it over there at uh, rnblover.com. Bring in all the hot R&B, neo, soul, or soul artists in one spot so we can go to one place and hear it. I'm tired of searching. I'm lazy. Well, that is true. That is true. Don't forget Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. Not Anthony Hamilton and Anthony David. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony David. He pretty, yeah, he pretty. Yeah, pretty. Algebra, all that. They pretty dope. Yeah, we'll, we'll, you know what? We're going to do a who's who of R&B. I think that's what we'll do for all those guys, all those people out there like us who love real soul music. We're gonna do a who's who of R and B, so you can know who's really out here and really getting it right now. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, light on some of these independent R and B people out here that really need that push. Oh yeah, maybe that's... we could be a nudge or something. <laughs> <laughs> a nudge, hilarious. Yeah. Now, speaking of mixing the old with the new. You know they're about to remake Sparkle, right? Yeah, I've seen that. That's, that's, um, no. Some things you just need to leave alone. You don't think they're going to do a good job, man? No, they're not. They're not. Just like they remaking, uh, uh, what's that, uh, 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 Flash Dance or Dirty Dance or whatever the hell it is. Uh, well, I know they're about to put out Footloose. To remake Footloose, Footloose, yeah. All that's the same to me. White folks that can't dance. Well, I mean, it's got a, a decent uh, cast so far. I don't, I don't uh, Jordan Sparks playing the title character. Um, Omar Epps, I'm not Omar Epps. Mike Epps has signed on to play in the movie. Uh, Whitney Houston is playing Sparkle's mother. That, that's going to be interesting because wasn't Sparkle's mother a crackhead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Think about it. Sparkle Mama was a crackhead. <laughs> well, Whitney should be able to have that down. Pat. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Derek Luke and CeeLo Green have signed on to play also. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is that it's being produced by T.D. Jakes. Yeah, they trying to get that money, man. And uh, I, I got something that may be off your radar a little bit off this right here, a little bit. You know that Rick Ross and Young Jesus has a beef again. Yeah, I, I, you must have listened to the uh, the Funk Masterplex interview. Yes, and not only that, it, it's happened before when when Rick was walking through. Uh, I forgot the name of a particular area down there, and my I mean Jesus was walking through the particular area of Miami, and it's it, like it ain't never stopped, man. I'm like, why are y'all fussing about who's the biggest dope boy? You know who? Because it's not one of y'all. I know, and it don't really matter because you're selling records. If you were selling dope, the feds would be on your butt. Exactly. This, this is my thing about it. I, I listened to the Funk Masterplex interview, and uh, Rick Ross was in real form on that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He, he, he's really somebody that, somebody put him up on it, man. He, uh, you, you know what? I think that's that hanging around Diddy thing. I'm telling you. I don't know, man. He, I ain't, I ain't going to give no credit to Diddy for that. No, no, when I say rare form, I'm talking about he was kind of reckless with the interview. I know, he was cocky. I know exactly what you're talking about. I ain't going to put that on him because he's done that before, if you recall, a long time ago when he first got out there with Tip. This was a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. Around about 05. Yeah, that's true. So that, that ain't new to me. Yeah. I, I guess my thing is, it's usually when they get in that rare form and they get extra cocky that either the person that they're doing it to come back and knock them off the spot or somebody new comes out of nowhere and knock them off the spot. And like, I'm tired at of this point, dude, I'm tired I like Rick Ross. I think he has a great ear for music. I think, you know, rapping aside, he could have a great career as an executive. You know, because he, I, I really think that he has a great ear for music. But yeah. don't This is not the business To get too cocky in Man. You can definitely Be your own chili But I, I really wish That y'all could listen I'm gonna put that up On the page like, He was He was on it Kind of hard Yeah He been going in Like that man And then You know You, you got a situation Where uh, You know These two guys Jockeying over Who's the hardest And whatever It makes no sense Just make good music Get out there And do your thing And on another note Before we get up Out of here man Why did they um, Council Atheon Crockett show. Say it wasn't funny. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Man, I wanted to hit that brother up on Twitter and say, hey, man, uh, the show sucks, buddy. Hmm. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't funny at all. It was cool to do it every now and then. Well, he actually said that, you know, they kind of limit. He, he was able to do what he wanted to do, but he couldn't do what he wanted to do, which is an oxymoron. You was doing what you want to do, then you was doing what you really wanted to do. So he said, basically, you know, the show is over, and you know, I guess he's gonna try to produce his own thing via Allah, Tyler Perry. Well, so, I don't know how that's gonna go. This is my thing about that. <laughs> it's funny that he said Tyler Perry, yeah, and all yeah, different yeah. characters. But the only thing that I thought that was extra funny about that show was when he played Drake on American Idol and he kept shaking his hand. Now that. That for me was funny, but it was just, it was too overdone. I think that TV has been missing something, a sketch comedy show of a certain level since In Living Color went off the air. That's true. Dave Chappelle was the closest, but, you know, he I guess he got burned out. Chappelle show was the closest, but even with the Chappelle show, it was more about the shock value than it was the comedy. You were more shocked when, when Dave said something on the Chappelle show. True. With the with in Living Color, it was ten to fifteen talented comedians, and they were all going at one hundred percent every single time. But those that it are wasn't young just and, one comedian. It wasn't just yeah. Jim Carrey. It wasn't just Danny Foster. It wasn't just David Allen Griffin. All of them. They were all going hard. They were young. They were hungry. They were ready to get out there, and that's what made the show a success. Yep. Yep. You know, you know Atheon Crockett. He's cool. I like Atheon Crockett. But it, he didn't. He he couldn't have carried. He shouldn't have carried that show by himself. I know, but he he brought in John Ollie. Uh, he's another guy that's pretty big on the internet. 
and a couple of other guys I recognize from the internet. But some of these guys, man, they really need to stay in their realm. I mean, if you're not going to have the team, like you said, around you to make that happen, it's going to be really hard on you because on the internet, he's not producing something every week, you know, doing four or five shows in a day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's doing one a week or one here and there. And it, it, it was pretty hilarious, but you got it. He had his moment where it was getting still, especially that Russell Simmons one. Man, that was like man, he should have shot that and ran it over five times. Really, I, you know, I didn't funny. even see it. It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. I mean, they did it on the internet. They they murdered it already. It was done. But I mean, I wish I wish, like you said, we could have more shows like In Living Color back on. And then also, uh, Richard Pryor had a show. A long time ago, and also, what's the one that did Hollywood Shuffle? Um, uh, Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend show was actually pretty good. You know, for those that may not be old enough to remember that, go on YouTube. Robert Townsend. Oh, the black, the beautiful. Yes. And also, Richard Pryor had his own show until he just got so raw that they couldn't understand it and had to take it off. Well, Richard Pryor had all them, and John Witherspoon speaks about this all the time, and it's hilarious. Richard Pryor was up at 6 o'clock in the morning and at uh, CBS Studios uh, snorting cocaine and eating bean pies. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about the white man this, the white man that, and had all the Muslims come in and everything. He <laughs> was scaring the white folks. Now, even though, even though Johnny, Johnny Carson, who had a mean cocaine problem that had a hole in his nose from all the cocaine he snorted, Yep. It was right next door, and Freddie Prince, Freddie Prince was hooked on pills. You know, they singled out Richard Fryer, but that's a whole other show. I know. No, but, no, Jones actually talked about that with him and Rich, uh, Richard Pryor was sniffing cocaine at the same time. Mm-hmm. Johnny Carson and uh, Richard. Well, I remember he had to get that nose plug. Uh, well, I don't remember. I wouldn't, you know. But yeah, you're pretty old. He had to get that, that nose plug. Yeah, I know, right. But now there was another show that you that you left out, and it's newer, and a lot of people don't like to give him credit, but it was a funny show, and that was Nick Cannon when he had Wild and Out. Yeah, it was alright. That was a pretty funny show. He had a he lot had of things about too, the comedians he had on there. He he yeah. did had, had moments, but shot it with he the had A.P. on Crockett. He had Corey Holcomb. He had yeah. you know uh, Cat Williams. Like yeah, Charlie Charlie so, was the worst. <laughs> Charlie was horrible. Yeah, he was trash. We're going to leave that long. I don't care. (laughs) But my name is... Shoot yourself. Boy, stop. (laughs) Hey, look, guys, we definitely want to thank you for rocking with us with this random act of entertainment (laughs) for this hour. We appreciate you so much. We invite you to come back next Thursday. And we also want you to tune in this coming Sunday. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Do I need to say it again, folks? No, you ain't got to say it again. Okay, all right, all right. I just want to make sure. Um, hey, man, let's give a shout-out to Alan, too, man, becoming the Black Scorsese on these hood videos, these oh, videos yeah. he's doing. All you artists out there, if you need a music video for your, for your single... Or you just want to just, just get your internet presence up Give get, Holler at Alan Get at him on Twitter Twitter.com forward slash The Middleman Al Or uh, We are the middleman dot Alan At gmail.com Yes Great prices people Great work Yeah I'm telling you You can't beat it It's not for that quality No 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 so, cats, cats with a couple of Thousand dollar equipment Ain't even putting out Videos like that And I'm tripping I'll leave that alone. Uh, one other person that want to shout out, uh, faithful middleman listener. He's actually on the road on his way up here now, and that is our man Felt Five. Felt Five is one of the uh, feature producers for the A3C conference, the hip-hop conference here in Atlanta. Um, he'll be showcasing uh, his tracks along with uh, a plethora of judges, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Ninth Wonder, and this is it's a lot. It's, it's a big event for him, and uh, you know we definitely support him all over on this way. So big shout out to Felt Five. We'll see. You. Actually, I'll see him probably about another hour or so. 
And uh, wish him good luck tomorrow. He's going to be doing his thing. Yeah, shout out to Dub G. Make sure y'all oh, go yeah. get the final call. It's called the final call. That's Dub G. Got Big Crit on there. Got a couple more people on there. Miss Murph. Murph. Yeah, man. Got yeah, Miss Murph on there. Also a middleman listener, you know. Shout out yes. to Dub G, man. Dub's on his You can go to World Star Hip Hop right now and see the video for his first single, uh, Strike a Match. It's a pretty good video. Oh, yeah. Video. And he's actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, he should be on his way to the coast right now. Yeah, he got a big match. Uh, nice for the release party. Yeah, we yeah, celebrated the first time going back down to the coast in a minute. So, you know, if yeah, you're down there, go out and see him. Oh, yeah, man. We we celebrated with him uh, for his first album release party. Shouts out to uh, Sam from uh, Lil' John and Eastside Boys. Couple more people in there, too. You know what I'm saying? Game recognized gang. Game recognized gang. That's what I'm Yeah, he has some good chicken wings up in there, too, boy. He spread it out, boy. Man, stop. Yeah, man. He has some food up in there. We we ate. Them jungle jerkies are rock, eating, you know, salad, sandwiches, finger sandwiches. Everything. Come on, man. You're making me hungry, dog. I'm just saying. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. And if you guys get a chance, make sure that you uh, uh, keep your 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 eyes glued to Twitter and Facebook and to my website. Hit me up twitter.com forward slash Nick Eden, facebook.com forward slash official Nick Eden, and www.nickedenmusic.com. I will be very shortly filming a new reality series called the Rhythm and Body Fitness Challenge. And uh, basically, man, we're trying to we're trying to get all these people out here in shape. It's not about Getting small, getting skinny. It's about just living a healthier lifestyle so you can be around a lot longer. So make sure you keep your eyes glued to the details on that. Uh, we got some big some big things coming for that. Yeah, then I'll be able to play my Justin Timberlake. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. No, don't do that. That's my shit. Anyway, man, go ahead and hit him with that outro. <laughs> hey, man, that's my shit, though. That's my song. Yeah, you messed up there for a fact. The middle men shouted, beat Chris shouted. Now nah, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man, cause he was down the wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in, go live, 6 p.m., blog talk, radio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, the middle me? Hey, what's happening, blog talk, radio.com, the middle me. Duh. Winning. And yeah. No, that's still winning. Yes, yes. Yes. Shouts out to Johnny Gill. Next Sunday, baby. Going down. This Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm still sick. Yeah. Excuse me. 6 p.m. We out, man. Cut the lights off. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.